And welcome back to the Social Studies Podcast, the podcast where we study being social by being social. Welcome back. Welcome back. I'm coming to you live from Tampa, Florida. Let me tell you what the people watching here is incredible. Incredible. Never been to a Publix in my life until this week. I could go to Publix all the time now. Y'all ever had a pub sub? Me either. I was too scared. I thought it might be gator meat, so I passed. I am on the outlook for a gator. I am starting to question if they even actually exist here. Our room overlooks a gorgeous pond that's very swampy looking. It seems like gators would want to live there. Haven't seen a damn thing. So... Do alligators really live in Florida? The jury is out. Loving being here. Have had two wonderful shows so far. Have two more wonderful shows today. And then another one in Orlando tomorrow. It's been fantastic. Florida is just like so fantastic. I don't know what it is when I'm here. Every time I'm here, people will just like start speaking Spanish to me. Like I know what's going on. I'm like, girl, the only thing I look like I speak is loose leaf paper. So I don't know what you're saying, but I'm going to try my best. I have watched a couple seasons of Dora the Explorer. I can probably figure this out if you give me the time, patience, and energy. Another thing I have to tell you about Florida, Cuban culture. Listen to me. Morgan is not Cuban, but I'm just going to start telling people that he is and make him do Cuban stuff because this like Cuban flavor going on over here is amazing. Cuban sandwiches. Yes. Cuban coffee. Yes. Cuban pastries. Oh yes. I'm into it. Give me all the Cuban. Listen to that. I'm going to soak it up. I'm going to eat it, wrap it in some dough and call it an empanada. That's what's up. I love it. I'm having so much fun in Florida. This week I will be in Des Moines, Omaha, Kansas city, And uh, this upcoming weekend, I'm going to be in Denver for five shows in Denver. If you want tickets to any of those shows, tickets are up on my website, mrdtimes3.com. If you go there and they're already sold out, I am so sorry. Snag them while they're hot. Can't wait to see you this weekend. I do love me all those Midwest cities and some Denver because Denver's got prairie dogs and they're super cute. I was instructed not to try to touch them anymore because I might get the bubonic plague. I'm like, girl, I think I've had worse than that in my life, but I will heed your warning as you are a local. Tons more cities coming up to you. We got tons of Michigan dates, tons of Texas dates, lots and lots of California coming in hot. Check the website. See if I'm coming to you. Mr. D times three.com. Go and get your Tickets for the show. Come see me live and listen to this too. If by chance I'm not coming to your city this year, that's okay. I am doing a back to school Zoom comedy show, which is going to be fantastic. It's going to be hybrid between um, teacher comedians who are going to be doing some guest sets crossed with a little bit of a game show that I'm going to be playing with you. You have a chance to participate. Be a guest. We're going to have some dope prizes for you to win and i'm not talking about stuff for your classroom that you're going to use on that kid on those kids i'm talking about stuff for you the human 
Oh, yeah. Are some of them alcoholic? You don't know. But if it's coming from me, girl, you're getting it by the case. That's what's up. You're not going to want to miss it. Mark your calendar for August 22nd for the Zoom back to school comedy show. And the way that you get entry to that is by becoming a Patreon member for five bucks. So once you are a Patreon member, you have full access to that. You'll get a little update that'll have the Zoom meeting ID and password and all that. Become a Patreon member at patreon.com slash Joe Dombrowski. That's patreon.com slash Joe Dombrowski. Only five bucks. And that's how we keep the podcast going. So thank you so much to everyone who's already a Patreon member. You're going to hear your Patreon shout outs at the end of this episode. So come on out. Have a good lap. It's going to be great. Yo, you guys, I learned about something crazy this week. Um, are you familiar with the children's TV show, John Dealerman? John Dealerman, any of you? Okay, listen to me. This is going to sound like I'm making this shit up. I assure you, I am not making this up. John Dealerman is a Danish TV show that is on the air right now. Obviously, not in the United States, but is on the air right now. The main character's name is John Dealerman, and he has like a 24 foot long candy cane striped penis that he uses almost like a monkey tail to do quite literally anything he needs it to do. And this is a kid's show. I did a deep dive and found a few episodes of John Dealerman. I watched John Dealerman take his Diller schlong and whip it around really fast so it had helicopter strength and he was able to levitate over all of Denmark. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, what? He also used his penis as a telescope one time. He was swinging from the trees like friggin' Tarzan. For all we know, Tarzan might have that packet underneath the loincloth. We are unaware. But this is a children's show. And I'm like, what? What is happening? My first thing in my mind is this children's show is really sad. Because if I was a child and that was on TV, I feel like I would look at my own penis and just be like ashamed. (laughs) I'm sorry. I would feel bad. Like my penis cannot make a helicopter into my body. My penis cannot help me swing from branches. (laughs) It also doesn't have a beautiful candy cane design on it. So uh, I don't know. So I did a little bit more research and apparently this show is all backed up with all this like scientific research that says it's healthy for child development. I guess that's cool. Like it's teaching kids like not to be ashamed of their body parts, which I'm really I'm for that. P.S. If you are a parent and you have a kid who is in the lower elementary grades, dear God, please teach them the actual names for their privates. It seems like every family has their own name for it. Like a very common one, P.P., obviously. But when you come and you're talking about your Puchati or whatever, or you're going to talk to me about your, your dinghy, I don't know what that is. I can only make an assumption but I don't need <laughs> I don't need to figure out if you're actually talking about a tiny minnow or 
or something else, okay? Families, teach the children. Teach them well and let them lead the way. But I guess that show's cool. Just Denmark, way more progressive than the United States, I guess. Could you imagine if that like dropped in the United States of America? Some moms would be so pissed. I could see them making Instagram stories already and be like, how dare PBS have the audacity to make a TV show about a pen, about a pen, about a, looks around to see if anyone's looking, a penis. <laughs> you know, that's true. Would you watch it? Would you tell me, would you watch it? I need to know. Give me your thoughts. Write me on the Patreon. I need to know. Well, that's about time for a really good segue. Today's episode is actually sponsored by our friends at Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-waist grooming. And guess what? It's back-to-school time, and Manscaped wants to make sure that you pack the essentials to have your best year yet. The Manscaped fourth-generation performance package is just that. Things are opening back up, kind of, so you got to be ready for, you know, Whatever daily schedule is going to come your way, you don't know what's going to happen. It's the perfect package for your package or your man's package, whatever it is. And it includes the brand new Lawnmower 4.0. All right. Your man's going to be the valedictorian of uh, trimming his stuff up. And he's going to join two million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com with the code social studies. Listen, I'm going to talk to you. I wish I used Manscaped sooner. It's great. There's no cutting yourself at all. No nicks, no knacks, no patty wax. And that goes both for your, you know, your salchich or, you know, your Libya. Nope. That's a country. Uh, this fourth generation trimmer does feature cutting edge ceramic blades that reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. It also comes with guard lengths, sizes one through four, so you get to decide uh, what things are looking like downstairs. You know what I'm saying? But since school is back, the Performance Package 4.0 from Manscaped is here to teach everybody a lesson on hygiene, okay? Inside that, you're going to find the Lawnmower 4.0, the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Trimmer, which I'm telling you is like the real deal. Like when you're pushing 30, hair's coming out of weird places. I'm like, why is there hair coming out of my nose this morning? It was not there yesterday. I do use the nose trimmer and I love it. You're going to get the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, plus two free gifts, Performance Boxer Briefs, and the Shed Travel Bag. You're going to love it all. Trust me, you're going to want to get in on this. Get 20% off plus free shipping when you use the code Social Studies at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code Social Studies at manscaped.com. This year, graduate with a degree in clean bits from Manscaped. Oh, wow. Oh, well, I, um, I want to let you know that I took a quick pause from recording. That pause turned into over 12 hours. I did the show last night in Tampa, two shows, and then I woke up this morning and remembered I have to finish the podcast so we can have it out for you guys on time on Monday. So if I sound a little hoarse, it's because I am. I am excited today. I am going to Gator Land on our way to Orlando. I have a show in Orlando tonight, but uh, I can't wait to probably pet a gator. And if they don't let me, I might jump a fence and do it myself. Just kidding. I'd never do that. That's very dangerous. No one should ever do that, but okay, I'm probably still going to do that. 
Anyway, a few weeks ago, I asked you guys to send me stories of horrible professional development experiences that you've had to bear through at your schools. And you guys did not disappoint at all. I've pulled some great ones. Uh, Let's just get into them. No names, keeping these anonymous. Okay. When returning to my job in fall 2020 after a virtual spring and summer, our assistant superintendent did a presentation on opening day. He discussed the safety precautions because of the pandemic, but while explaining the cleaning protocols to every staff member in the ISD, he spit on a table and made a custodian clean it in front of everybody. (gasps) That is so degrading. That man needs to be fired. And then he grabbed a bottle from their hands and sprayed the cleaner directly into his mouth to prove that it was safe. I quit this job by (laughs) mid-October. This man sounds like he's about to start a cult. That is unbelievable. He sprayed it in his mouth. It might not be toxic, but you could still catch something, you ass. Can you believe that? That reminds me of the students. Like, they'll just be, like, chomping down on some rubber cement. You're like, please do not eat that. They're like, that's non-toxic. It's like, so is your pet parakeet, but I'm not coming in your house to chomp on that. Spit it out. Oh, my God, your superintendent's an ass clown. I can't even believe this is real. Oh, this one sort of boils my blood a little bit. I totally understand this. I'm new to my current district, but I've been teaching for five years. I was placed and requested to attend new teacher training all week. Oh, can we just start there? That, no. I was teaching for nine years and they made me sit in the new teacher training. It was like me and a bunch of 22-year-olds. I was like, I don't have any, anything in common with these people. What am I doing here? I felt so out of place. They all lived with their parents. Nothing against that, but I was just kind of like, my home looks like you're walking into a crate and barrel, and I designed that myself. I don't have any time to hear about how you can't deal with the fact that your mom can't pack you the right lunch. I'm so sorry. Get me out of this space. Plus, like everything they were talking about, I already knew. And I'm not trying to be like that I already knew person, but like maybe you can just like let me, I don't know, get in my classroom and start setting up. I feel bad for this girl already. The last day of district-wide training, we had to do a PD session on Kagan strategies. Ugh, I'm already, you probably already know Kagan strategies. Again, I've been teaching for five years. Okay, here we go. I've been teaching for five years. I know these strategies and I use them. So I was on my computer working on back to school things, including activities and utilizing the Kagan strategies to implement into my classroom, the exact ones that we were discussing during the PD. I think this is fair. Okay. Apparently, the coaches leading the PD felt like I was disengaged and not present, so they complained to their principal, who then called my principal, and she and our vice principal then came into my unfinished classroom to have a discussion with me about it. Oh, hell no. Since when is it a crime to have your laptop open during PD sessions? I felt embarrassed and annoyed that these women couldn't even just ask me to close my computer, but instead would taint my name and image. I am pissed. Now, this isn't just a teaching thing. This is a life thing, okay? When my students come up to me, even in kindergarten, when they come up to me and they have a problem with somebody else, I say, did you talk to them about it yet? These women didn't even have the audacity to like tap you on the shoulder and be like, hey, are you working on, oh, would you just like mine, you know, these other teachers, they're kind of new. If you could just like close, keep your laptop closed right now to set a good example, that'd be real. That's even a little condescending. Or maybe just ask like, hey, can you like shut your um, computer during PD? That'd be fantastic. 
a little thing like that. But instead they had to go and be back talking little bitches like this and go ahead and try to disturb the peace. I'm not for it. Next time you see these two hoes, you need to walk up to them and be like, you need to listen to this episode of the podcast because Mr. D calls your ass out and you're both terrible humans. You're sad. You think you're better than you actually are. You're not. And by the way, you need to go buy a magic wand vibrator because you're so unhappy that you're taking it out on me. (laughs) Ooh, This one hit a nerve, girl. This one hit a nerve. Mr. D just done got pissed. But I do. I hope they hear it because they need to shape it up. Oh, my God. This one is so good. This one is so good. (laughs) A few years ago, I can't even do it. A few years ago, our PD was supposed to be about inclusivity of kids of all genders and the main focus was supposed to be about inclusivity of transgender students my principal was supposed to show a youtube video that the district created about kids who are transgender which she did but then she clearly didn't know that the youtube video can automatically play whatever video is up next so a clip from a show slash documentary about transgender men in prison who were all mostly incarcerated for sex work, played for about 20 minutes while she insisted that it was part of the PD from the district. (laughs) It was definitely very interesting and quite informative, but had absolutely nothing to do with students in schools who are transgender. (laughs) It gets so much better. Then she had us have a discussion about it, which she did not moderate, and it turned into an even bigger mess. (laughs) It was definitely not professional at all, and the only development that was made was that I learned who on my staff is transphobic and who I could still be friends with at my school. (laughs) Could you imagine? Oh, my God. This just goes to prove the fact that teachers are people too, right? Like I told you guys, if you listen to an earlier episode of the podcast, I showed a video to my students that I thought was all about like pig intelligence and how they train them for the circus. Nope. They hoisted a pig up and gutted it to do a friggin' lobotomy on this thing. It, I showed that to a kindergarten class. You don't know what's going to happen. I don't, I don't blame your principal for doing this mistake, but I do blame them for doubling down and being like, now we're going to do a discussion. The best part is that you said, now you know who you're not going to be friends with and who you can still hang with. That's absolutely amazing. I bet you guys still talk about that to this day, too. Um, Remember when we watched that video about transgender prisoners? And it had absolutely nothing to do with students. The only thing that I learned from that PD was how to make a shank and uh, make a beautiful bonnet out of bed sheets. (laughs) And the prisoners were in there for sex work. Oh, that's so sad. (laughs) I can see the older teacher, like the old teacher who's about to retire sitting in the back of the classroom. And she's like, oh, education is changing. It's not the same as it was when I started in the 80s. (laughs) I could just see her raising her hand being like, so are the prisoners enrolling in kindergarten? (laughs) What is happening? Thank you for writing in. That one really, really just like tickled my puss. 
Okay, this one's a two-parter. I really like it because she starts with the bullshit and ends with the good shit, but that's good. Hi, Joe. First of all, love the podcast. I appreciate you being brave and having the nerve to say what we're all thinking. Girl, that is the brand. That is the brand. Hell yeah. I'm going to get that tattooed on my neck. Well, I'll probably do it while I'm still here in Florida because that makes sense. I have two PD stories for you. The first one was awful. We had previously had an after-school PD where Fight Back Nation came and taught us how to fight back against school shooters. Obviously, I hate that this even has to be a thing, but it was a great training and I felt really safe when I left. My roommate is also a teacher at the same school and sometimes we practice on each other. What? I'm... I'm not making any assumptions here, but I'm pretty sure when you said roommate, you actually meant to tell me that it's your girlfriend. <laughs> and practice on each other means that you guys are just, you know, scissor me timbers, girl. <laughs> it's okay. I'm just kidding. Anyway, after that great training, we had another PD scheduled for what we, admin included, thought was about keeping our classroom safe. It definitely was not. The presenter spent three hours talking about extremists trying to convert unsuspecting youth and doing everything in their power to spread terror and fear. Nothing about classrooms, nothing about contacting the police, just what to do in these situations. It was three hours of doom and gloom and fear Definitely the worst PD. I'm pretty sure that that like professional development uh, coach or worker was actually just an extremist themselves. And this situation that you were in was being filmed for their doomsday preppers audition tape. Nope, that's not <laughs> that person knew that person knew that that was not the material that was supposed to be taught to an elementary school. That's ridiculous. That being said, I do have to tell you about the best PD that our school ever did to redeem them from that terrible mistake. My first year working at that school, we had a PD day soon after Easter. We had all gathered in the cafeteria for breakfast and waited for the day to begin. Our admin came in and informed us that the schedule that we had received was incorrect and that we would begin the day with an Easter egg hunt on the second floor. Surprising! But we went up and found some really cute prizes. Then when we got back, we had a raffle for prizes like admin parking, wearing jeans to work, free recess duty, no pickup duty, etc. We were all pretty pleased and thought that this was a great surprise, but it gets even better. They told us to bring all of our belongings to the front of the school and load the buses. We got on the buses and proceeded to go to a nearby movie theater where we watched a movie with popcorn and drinks all paid for by the school. And we were done and home by noon. Best PD ever. Ooh, that is something. That is, you know what? Here's, I, I do have to say, I have, I have two thoughts on this, okay? The first thought is, is I think that this was done very tactfully. I think that schools need to do something like this, big like this for their teachers at least once a school year, because we do have one of the hardest jobs in the world and it is very taxing. And sometimes you just need a little bit of recognition from your principal to know that they know that your job is so wearing down on you and to just give you a little bit of a break. I love this. What I love even more about this is that it was all of this that you just said was done by noon. You were probably expecting to be in PD until like three or four. And it was all done by noon. I've had PD similar to this, but it's the entire PD day. And it's just a whole bunch of like prizes, happiness for the entire time. And I'll be honest with you. 
nothing grinds my gears more than that. Okay, a couple things grind my gears more than that. And by a couple, I mean probably in the high 50s. But that drives me nuts because the whole time I'm doing all this happiness, sunshine, Disney rainbows shit at school, all I'm thinking about is all the other shit that I could have been getting done in life. Like, I don't know, my laundry, paying my bills, getting my taxes organized. I got a second job over here, side hustling as a comedian. I could have been writing jokes. Meanwhile, I'm over here listening to Lori tell me all about her kids going to college and she's crying and everyone's consoling her. I'm like, congratulations, girl. They're supposed to go to college. But like, I got shit to do, too. And if I'm not thinking about that, I'm sitting in these like kumbaya sessions looking at the principal like, dude, I could be getting my room prepped right now. But instead, I got to sit here and listen to five speeches about Cheryl because she's about to retire. Bitch, I don't even know Cheryl. We've talked twice. She's mean to me. I don't have time for this. So sometimes it does make me a little anxious because my mind immediately goes to all these other things I could do. That is also because I am riddled with ADHD, but you guys already know this. But, you know, having ADHD is what makes you a better kindergarten teacher because you got to do 17 million things at once and survive. Cute idea. I love it. Tell your principal, good job on the timing. I'm glad it was all done by noon and you got to have the rest of the day to yourself. I like this. I like this a lot. This one's fun. Hello, lovely. You asked for PD horror stories and uh, here it is. I work at a high school and we get a lot of middle school teachers that move up to high school level, principals included. Now, I'm going to pause really quick. That makes sense. Middle school teachers moving up to high school, middle school teachers moving down to elementary. Middle school teachers can do that. I once had people in my building who somehow went from high school like chemistry and we're now teaching first grade assistant principalness. I'm like, you actually have no idea how this works. So we're not going to play that game. But cool. I'm glad that these people got the vision right. During one of our meetings, our head principal was doing his weekly building updates. All of them could have been an email, every single one of them. And and staff can ask questions during this time. One of our male teachers starts asking questions and questioning the principal on his choice for doing something that he was talking about. I can't remember the topic. Maybe it was homeroom scheduling or something unimportant like that. It starts to get a little heated. The teacher versus the principal. Eventually, the principal says, do we need to leave this here before we get into it? We can discuss this a little further after the meeting. It seemed very straightforward, if not a time suck. But my teammates of mine leaned over and tells me that she thought that this was going to be a repeat of three years ago. I'm puzzled. And then she spills the tea that the principal and the male teacher had been at a middle school three years ago and got into a fight in the middle of a staff meeting, much like the one that we are about to witness today. They apparently had to be separated by teachers and write statements and everything. She said the whole staff had to do conflict resolution training the rest of the year because everyone was still so shocked. Two grown-ass men duking it out in the middle of a staff meeting. And the kicker is they both willingly chose to work at the same high school, knowing that they would be in the same roles. No fistfight meetings have occurred in staff meetings at the high school level since I've been there, even though if Barb asked one more damn question at the end of this meeting, I might have been the one to getting her written up. (laughs) Fucking Barb. Keep doing what you're doing, teaching, loving, making everyone laugh. It's much needed right now. Good luck next year. Oh my God, that is funny. 
I have never had that happen. But I have had, you know, some sneaky little hoes try to really test the waters on the principles. Sometimes I feel bad for the principles because, you know, you got a couple of those teachers who are just going to bitch about what Ever it is they say they could literally be like you guys I'll get a $10,000 raise and someone's gonna be like uh, is that really best for kids Sharon you know what I mean it's like can you just like shut up and give me my money how about that also don't ask any more questions because I'm still sitting here and you know where I want to be in my car listen to Barbara Streisand on my way home why because I'm gay and fabulous and you look like the crypt keeper that's that's what I want to do. This is wild. I can't believe they actually physically fought. But what's even funnier is that when they did fight, they were both working in the middle school. And you know what they say about middle school and high school teachers? Shit, it's probably true for elementary too. I'm just too blind to it. That it's the same with students because you guys have your own little cliques with your departments and stuff like that. Is that true? High school and middle school teachers, can you talk to me about this? Is it very like clicky? Is it very like cool kids versus nerds? Is it what's going on in this in this uh, upper upper grades town? I don't really know. And to be damn frank with you, I don't ever want to know. I'm not going to teach those. No, I'm not. Okay. Thank you for doing your. Thank you for doing the country a service by being those teachers. Because girl, I can't and I won't because I know my role and I'll stay in my lane. Last one. Here we go. My district has a mentor program that new teachers have to attend different PD sessions throughout their first three years. Ah, that seems pretty standard. Okay. The district has a partnership with a speaker author that has come in every year to speak to the new teachers about research-based strategies and how to plan their lessons based on the evaluation form that this speaker created for all of us. Well, as he's talking, rather than putting his hands in his pockets or using them to make gestures as he speaks, he puts his hand down his pants every time. His thumb stays out and the rest of his hands are knuckles deep in the front of his pants. One session we were in, he was describing teaching as being a dance. And then he asked me to stand up and looked at me and reached out his hand. And I took his, took his hand out of his pants and then grabbed my hand and started dancing with me in front of everybody. It was embarrassing, but more importantly, gross. And I had to run to the bathroom and wash off his germy underpants hands off of mine. <laughs> Girl, you almost got crabs on your hands. <laughs> that is insane. How does this person not know this? And how does he not know better? He did know better. I think this was some sort of kink to like see if people recognize it. I don't like that. Goodbye. <laughs> but that makes me hyper aware of what I'm doing now. What I'm doing doing stuff like this. I, I don't know if you guys know, I sort of do like PD, but I, you know, professional development, but all over schools, all over the country. But I call it unprofessional development. Whenever I go there, I say, I get ready for some unprofessional development because schools will hire me to, you know, do like an opening day comedy thing to make the school, the whole school laugh, get you know, loosen your shoulders a little bit, just have a good laugh before the school year starts. I do it for the end of the school year too, holiday parties, whatever. And it's always so funny when they're live because I can see their faces because nobody's got their camera off. <laughs> you can see the teachers who are just like not expecting it. Then there's other teachers who are like shaking their heads, looking at me like, yep, homeboy speaking the truth. And everyone's looking at her like, oh my God, Carol Ann, I didn't know you thought like that. It's just so great. 
It's so great. If you if you guys want to do that for your school, I'm more than welcome to. Tour schedule is really busy right now. Uh, but I am doing a bunch of them virtually. Sure am. If you're a principal or something and you want to book one, I'm happy to do it for you. Shoot me an email. MrDtimes3 at gmail.com, baby. Yo, want to give a quick shout out and thank you to all of our Patreon members. Patreon members, thank you so much for keeping the podcast going. It's your support that continues to let these episodes come out week after week. I do want to let you guys know something. Part of your Patreon membership is that you get a free VIP upgrade when you come to the shows. That means that you will get to do the meet and greet and all of that fun VIP stuff uh, just for being a Patreon member. Now, the way that you get your VIP lanyard now that, you know, alerts everyone that you're VIP and can come to the meet and greet is when you just check in at the door, just tell them you're a Patreon member and they will give you one. I do have to say this. We're running a little bit low right now on the lanyard. I don't know if I'm going to have enough by the time the Denver show comes. So they might give you a wristband or something in Denver if I run out. If that happens, you know, Jeff, my tour manager, will get your email or whatever, and we will uh, we'll mail you one. You'll get it. Uh, but that is for the shows that have already been scheduled and such. Moving forward, we're going to change that a little bit more. And uh, if you're a Patreon member, I'll give you a little promo code to plug in when you buy your general admission ticket. And since you are a Patreon member, it'll automatically bump you up to a VIP ticket. So you don't even got to worry about all that mess of how to find your VIP pass and all that. So you'll get it. So just so you know, that's coming up. You guys can become Patreon members too for only five bucks. That's like a cup of coffee for a month's worth of content. Bonus episodes of all my podcasts. Sometimes I get in little vlogs. I'm going to vlog my whole Gatorland experience and put it up on the Patreon. You can see all that, get all the upgrades. And you'll also get access to the back to school comedy game show thing extravaganza, which is on August 22nd, as we said. Become a Patreon member at patreon.com slash Joe Dombrowski. That's patreon.com slash Joe Dombrowski, patreon.com slash Joe Dombrowski. But I want to take a minute to welcome our newest members to Patreon. Thank you very much for joining and welcome Emily Creter, Melissa, just Melissa, Jennifer Fellows, Angela West, Sue Robbins, Catherine Gibbons, Samantha Angelillo. It's two L's, Samantha. Could it possibly be Samantha Angelillo? I don't know. You tell me. Jean Demoni. Gene, that silent E at the end is very tricky because your name could also be Gene Damn One, which I which I equally love. You have a silent E at the beginning of your name too, so it could be Gian Damn One. Who knows? But you know what? I'm trying to do it by Justice Girl. I love you. Aaron Sealbaugh, Liz Bretterson, Katie Dennehy, Madonna Underland, Jennifer F., Emmy Morrison, Lena Jones, Hannah C., Bulmara Chavez, Brooke Barrowman, and Lillian Carillo. Thank you guys so much for joining the Patreon. I truly appreciate each and every one of you. And to everybody out there, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I hope you guys are having a fun time. We're living in some crazy times and we got stressful lives. So if this is bringing you some laughs and some smiles, I hope that that is just, you know, making your day a little bit brighter, making your week a little bit brighter, because you know what I always say? Laughter is the best medicine. And I love that we're able to sit together once a week and laugh together, spend some time with those that you 
you love. Enjoy your life. Have fun. Do, take a friggin' knitting class if that's what makes you happy. I don't care. Pet your dog. Pet your husband. Pet your husband's dog. Whatever it is, do something that makes you happy. Why? Because you deserve it. I love you guys so much, and I will see you next week. Bye.